Hello. What up? God is dead. This is a podcast where we find all the worst stuff from the world of online. We say, does it prove that God's dead? Week by week, we ask the question. Is God dead? And week by week, we find the answer. Typically, yes. My name's Gamble Walker. Bryce Mills. And today, I want to talk about something that has been on my mind a little bit lately. So, recently, I got asked by a journalist, uh, a BBC journalist, if they could use... I made this TikTok video, this is about a month ago or something, of me drawing Rohit, the no fizzy drink guy. Mm. And a month ago, that was a really relevant thing to do. So, a month later, BBC is now doing a story on it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, use my TikTok. But it kind of got me thinking about the journey of 15 minutes of fame. Mm. So I decided that we're going to dedicate a whole episode to what it's like to have 15 minutes. Oh. And everything that we'll be talking about is at our Instagram, God is dead, not clickbait. Hit it. God is dead, deep dive. 15 minutes of fame. Wow, we've kind of touched on this concept a little bit during the pod of like, you know, sometimes asking the question like, hey, why did this school upload a (laughs) opera epic style X um, Raw by Katy Perry mashup dance? It's a strange thing. And I think it's something that's becoming a lot more relevant in today's society. And it's, it's sad because like sometimes it's funny when you see... And it shouldn't be funny, but sometimes it's funny. Like when we talked about that Bachelor contestant who, you, who uh, like long after The Bachelor was making those videos where he would march into the shop and be like, when you're a celebrity. Oh, the Married at is, First Sight guy. Married at First Sight, sorry. NASA. yeah, No, yeah, they are. Yeah, that's the one. And he's yeah. like, guys, when you're a celebrity, you get that celebrity treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. homie, have, have you read a definite, like read a dictionary lately? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's obviously the time that I thought Lil Zam was going to be great. Turns <laughs> out he fell off pretty hard. There's the back. Backpack Kid, we talked about him. And you know, weirdly enough, though, but the Backpack Kid did feature in Lil Baby's music video for Woe. I think it was for Woe. Um, my question was why. <laughs> but also, I, like, maybe there was a paid thing. Like, maybe the Backpack Kid's like, dude. Because he was in Katy Perry's music video, too. But somehow, I don't know why... Lil Baby wanted the fucking Backpack Kid. But anyway, maybe... When you can get anybody, you get the Backpack <laughs> yeah. Kid. Yeah, one of the biggest rappers in the world. But um, maybe he... I don't know. Maybe the Backpack Kid has connections out there. I don't know. Well, it's funny that you mentioned getting paid because I guess that's usually where people's minds first go when they get a little taste of fame. And, and tastes of fame are becoming so much more... Easy to get now. Easy to get with the internet and the way it's going. Mm. I <laughs> love, uh, love one viral tweet then making people think they should move to LA. Yeah. Or yeah. like, oh, at The Daily Show, did you see this tweet? Like, yeah, anyone can make one funny tweet. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Oh, at uh, SNL, hiring? Like, <laughs> God damn, I hate that. Yeah. I know you do. And that's, that's why I'm quite excited to talk about this. And it's, ah, man, this, this video has, has just burnt a little special place into my head. So do you remember that Ain't Nobody Got Time For That Girl? Uh-huh. So here's a nice nice way to make some money from being there ain't nobody got time for and that that's girl 20, i was gonna say 2013 yeah i had a feeling we're going back that far so what we're about to watch is a dental ad short line dental can put your smile on the right track short line has three locations all with state-of-the-art equipment making us tulsa's first choice for quality care at an affordable price whether you're in north south or east tulsa we're in your neighborhood I got time for that. <laughs> oh, wow. 
What a cameo. All right. What a cameo. I was worried that she wasn't going to say the line because <laughs> she just was sitting in the chair. For those that can't see the visual, it's like, a, you know, you see a bunch of different people sitting in the chair and getting their teeth worked on and brushing their teeth and stuff. But And one she, of them is the lady. Yeah, and she's there at the start just sitting there. And I'm like, oh, is that it? They're just going to trust that we know <laughs> who she is. Who she is. Or, or did this just extend into like a, an extra gig? What is this? Yeah. It's it's a weird, weird, weird cameo because I feel like they didn't use it well. Right. Like, and it also just feels like maybe if you do have a sensation, like a viral sensation, maybe like a little bit higher than just a local dental office. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Am I a snob to think that? Well, I mean, no, you know, it's like if you think about it, um, millions and millions of views for a lot of people that's whoa oh my god that's huge mm, so that's about as big as you get as blowing up as a meme yeah so i guess it's a natural to think that you know huge things come from that but i suppose we we get a meme every week like not everyone can then go on to be you know a full-time creator or, or whatever you want to say yeah 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 and we, we've often talked as well on this pod about what, what do we call it the little pump method or oh, the pump plan yeah 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 where where rappers you know get famous just get notoriety <laughs> via whatever you need to do maybe it's for blueface he was rapping off beat he was doing all these trying kind of little voices and stuff for doja cat i'm a cow yeah th- well that's it doja cat i first heard doja cat's music in 2013 mm. right and then in what 2018 mm. she did the bitch on my car video i'm like oh doja cat yeah cool i knew that she'd had albums and shit out i was like oh cool but that's when i think uh, you know got viral and then people because she had the back catalog she did it in kind of reverse where she had the back catalog so people were like oh cool like she actually has other music and then she started putting out other stuff whereas some guys will just get the the notoriety first then start eventually shifting into um, normal stuff, or not even normal stuff, but just people will start to accept that, oh, yeah, okay, this guy's good. And it's it's a weird distinction as well, like speaking of notoriety, because sometimes it comes accidental, like in the Ain't Nobody Got Time for that example. Oh, that is, oh, yeah, you're right. My knee just touched the heater. Oh, whoops. Um, yeah, so so sometimes it is <laughs> accidental where, you know, this this woman says, Ain't Nobody Got Time for that, and everyone's like, ooh, she's got good energy, and then bang, it blows up. Other mm. times people try to manufacture it, like in the weird case of Balloon Boy. Do you remember Balloon oh, Boy? Oh, wait. Um, the Balloon Boy hoax? Is this the Jumping Castle thing? Uh, this is the one where they uh, called up the local news station, th- these parents, and they said, oh, our son is in this kind of flying saucer-like thing that is being lifted up by a balloon. And they're like, oh, no, he's been stuck up there for weeks or for days or whatever. Oh. And <laughs> and as it was then in an interview later, when they're interviewing the kid once they get him down. Oh, he says, like, oh, my dad like told me to say this or yeah, something like, like that. I thought we were meant to say that for just, just for the show. And so people got start like re- looking into it. And yeah. then, well, uh, I guess, physicists yeah. <laughs> or like hobbyists yeah. prove that a balloon no could not carry the weight of that child that's right and then the dad who has gotten all this notoriety gotten all this fame from all these shows and apparently he had been applying to be on like wife swap and all these things he just right. wanted fame in any any type of capacity ends up exploiting his kid gets all the news media attracted to him turns out it's a lie yeah and then has to go to jail for 90 days and pay thirty six thousand dollars in restitution yeah i remember that how insane is that? Uh, like, and that to me is such a bizarre example of fame being more attract, like, so attractive that it blinds you from the consequences. Totally. Like, not only from obviously, like, you know, seeing your son as a means to an end as opposed to an end himself. Yeah. But <laughs> you lost thirty six grand, bro. Yeah, and you know, it's this thing where people, I think, they don't think beyond the fame. So it's like for a lot of people, getting famous 
will solve their problems in that like not even in a, in a like a woke oh my god way but like people go so i just need to get famous and then the work starts flowing in i just i just be famous for a living which is not how it works like you don't you know sure you become a viral thing but then it's like and yeah 15 minutes is a thing for a reason you know you start getting brand deals you start appearing in ads you start you know getting invited on panel shows fucking tosh.0 or whatever gets you on to talk to you whatever but that doesn't there's no longevity to that. And it's bizarre because you can also see that it can create a worse life for you after the fact. So you take an example like Tila Tequila, right? I don't know if anybody, mm-hmm. any of our listeners has been on Tila Tequila's YouTube channel. Oh, lately. man. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is the definition of a train wreck. So Tila Tequila, for anybody who didn't know, had the most friends on MySpace back yeah. in the 2000s. She was a singer slash full-time hot chick model i guess she had a show i shot at love with tila tequila on mtv yep it, it spun pretty well and then now all of a sudden when it starts slipping yeah. she tried to grab onto it and it i don't know what it would have felt like but what we can infer from her youtube videos is that yeah. she did not like that process of losing fame uh, yeah i'm i'm wondering my i like i don't know if it's to do with that or she also had a mental health sort of issue pop up whether it's related to the fame we won't ever really know i suppose but um yeah she um certainly uh her youtube channel if you go suss it out there's um you know a, a question that's asked is like what did the fame and like that whole process contribute to to what's happening now you know it can be quite intense the other one that really kind of haunts me is the Coney 2012 guy. Oh, bro. I never watched Coney 2012. Okay, so Coney... I was woke so in I, 2012. Yeah. I knew it was something was wrong. So I'm going to just assume <laughs> that everyone here is... Everyone listening to us has seen Coney 2012, but maybe the one listener who hasn't. Coney 2012 was the video about Coney, who I believe was the Ugandan warlord who had child soldiers, and how if enough people rallied behind and shared this one particular viral video, which was like a half-hour documentary about this guy, mm. if that became such an issue of the people, then politicians would pander to them being like, hey, I'll stop Coney. Yeah. And that is how people can have power over the politicians, right? So Dude. the logic you kind of understand. And that whole thing, I remember seeing people in my grade, ow, at school, <laughs> fuck this it, it was the most important <laughs> issue. Um, so I remember this girl, uh, should I say her name? Jess. Uh, oh. Shared the video going... <laughs> If you have a heart, you'll watch this. I was like, oh, shut up. Like, I, I have a heart, I'm, I'm, but I'm also a little bit sus on this. And then, dude, people were doing that thing where they, it was like, paint the night or whatever. Do you remember? And it was like, you had to order these Coney posters and go around in the night and put them all up around where you were. And people fully got behind all this stuff, getting the bracelets, getting all this stuff. And then, of course, um, the creator of the video or the the owner of the charity whatever his title was was then running around naked in the street jacking it in san diego if you've ever seen the south park episode uh-huh. uh, i mean my my suspicion as as somebody who doesn't trust the mainstream media is the lamestream well, media. the lamestream media is like all right this guy had a clearly a lot of power what's the quickest way to get rid of someone's power is to discredit and humiliate them what if he had his family at gunpoint and said unless you masturbate publicly which i think is the most the, the fastest way to completely strip somebody of any power mm. forever, mm. Uh, then we're going to kill someone. For me, it's just a bit too convenient that yeah. he went the other way. And I mean, read into that how you will. I just cannot believe it. Mm. I cannot believe that. Anyway, so that's Coney 2012. And that one haunts me because of the insane consequence of fame. Like, he doesn't get a second shot. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, should I talk about Penis CK? I believe you should talk about Penis God, CK This is just such a wild concept because I was only watching this the other day or showing someone the other day, but the whole 15 minutes thing, 
the whole fucking idea of what fame oh man like you see it on twitter all the time you know someone gets a tweet that goes off and it's like hey like you know here's my soundcloud or whatever like gregory like i back that whatever use the platform cool but there's people that yeah have like a viral tweet and think that oh well i should go and be a comedy writer now because i had a viral tweet realistically it's not that hard to get if you really try it's not that hard to get a viral tweet like you know it, it's harder to sit in a room every day and have to be funny on command. That's hard. It's really fucking hard. Being funny on command to a huge audience is fucking... It's, it's a bit more tricky than having time to daydream in your bedroom and going, oh my God, wait, Adam Sandler does look like Shrek. I'll just say that. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I don't fucking know. But um, I remember there was this, this comedian. Um, I won't say her name or anything. I don't really know. But like, she's in America and she uploaded... Around the time Louis C.K. got... Um, uh, the information was made public that he was masturbating in front of women. Yeah. And here's the thing. One real key element to getting any sort of virality or any traction online usually is you reference like a current event, right? I have done a video that was not funny, in my opinion, but it just referenced a current event and it did better than a video where I'm like trying. Do you know what I mean? So, Of course. <laughs> generally, if you're doing a current event, the, you know, Topical stuff pops Yeah, more or less So anyway, she did this I'm pretty sure she uploaded this video Where it was her doing the Louis You know the show Louis, that Louis, he has, Louis, Louis, Louis Walking through New York and Eating the pizza Yeah, doing all the things But she's um, masturbating a dildo That's like out of a f- coming out of the fly And she's dressed up as Louis C.K. With the, the goatee and the shit So And that's inherently funny And instead of it being Louis, Louis It's jerking, jerking, jerking off like in that and that register by the way that's an accurate impression anyway it gets like and she's like i'm penis ck this gets like i'm not even joking like a few thousand retweets not even like 10k retweets we're talking like four thousand retweets or something yeah right so she starts bumping up this video underneath going like at ellen like at snl at um fucking john oliver or whatever what do you think? Like, pretty pretty awesome. And then does it again. Like, at... Think of any comedy thing ever. Like, you know, or just like, at HuffPost, at like, you know, BuzzFeed. And fair, at, fair, I think, fair. Look, you go for it. But the thing is, it's not that crazy. The tweet didn't go that crazy. But then, I think, this girl has continued to do this act live and all around as a, as a comedy act, you can look up Penis CK on YouTube and you'll see her doing stand-up. And she uploaded a video to her own channel that I don't know if it's like the best performance ever because um, she, apparently, this isn't in the video, but apparently she starts the show being like, all right, everyone, um, what I'm about to do may trigger and upset some of you. So just a, a, like a content warning, we're going to be, um, you know, talking about sex and like, you know, masturbating or whatever. And then... Goes into the penis CK, like, hey, I'm penis CK, I'm masturbating, I did it. Like, yeah, I love masturbating. There's not really hard punchlines, it's just a, more, a lot of that. And then, apparently, after the show, then goes, all right, so now, everyone, we're going to, like, unpack why that was not okay. So, I think, fair enough, if you've got to use comedy to make a point about sexual harassment, like... Go for it. It's probably the best way to make a point about anything is through comedy. Mm. Uh, Although, is it making what, a point or is it just literally doing a caricature see, of... Yeah, okay. Like imagine if I went and like, 
I'm like, if I fucking went on stage and was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm um, Kevin Chubb fucking Spacey. Yeah, I'm Kevin Spacey. Come here. Let me let me fuck you. Yeah. That's not a joke. It's just me saying I'm Kevin Spacey. I'm Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I am Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, I think like where I start to cringe at that sort of stuff is the fact that you know, you've been passed a small baton and then you've you've run a marathon instead of just the 400 metres necessary. And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, yeah. what else you got? What else you got? Yeah. Maybe maybe my <laughs> my threshold's too high. Maybe it, I expect too much from people online. It, it is, I guess, also to say that this tunnel vision that we get after, mm. you know, or, you know, when, when you start to taste that there's a bit of the fame, you go, well, fuck. This is my moment. This is my break. And it's bizarre because you, as as an outsider, you can you can identify when it's uh, sad or not. So Phil Olivetti, which was um, what's his face, uh, Chris, Chris Lilly. Lilly, Chris Lilly's character, and we can be heroes. Who got on on the news saying, "Talk about a rough day at work." Next minute, he's like making talk about a rough day at work mugs. Great caricature of this particular. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, concept mindset even? mindset mindset when i was in cambodia i met this guy called cowboy who was a survivor contestant and he had come up with something called the cowboy method which was later used in survivor and two of my closest friends happened to be hardcore survivor stands so i get to ask these guys a little bit about it and they're like oh yeah you know he was he was decent in like an early season or whatever right and now I'm talking to this guy who's pretty much homeless, living in Cambodia, and he's like, check this out. Opens his shirt, and he's got a huge survivor tattoo right across his oh. heart. And I'm like, that, that was it for you. That was it for you. And at the time, I was too young to not really understand it. I was like, oh, cool. Dude, yeah, it must have been a sentimental yeah, show. Yeah, it must have been amazing. But now looking back as someone who's slightly older, I'm like, that's actually kind of a bit odd. Mm. Like, was was that the a crystallizing bit of your identity. Yeah. And I understand that it could be, but should it be? Yeah. Because sometimes when you get these 15 minutes, <laughs> the thing that I think hurts so much, and I, th- I will get more on this in the actual judgment of it, is you can taste the potential of what you could become, but you can't realize it. Oh, dude. And you, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That, that's one thing that fucks up. Like, sorry to interrupt you. No, like, please. You know, Elite athletes have mm. this fucking... They live for 10 years, some of them, in... You're the number one person in, in everyone's mind. You're, everywhere you go, you're popular. You're killing it. You're a god. You're, you're on the field every night. Then you night. turn 37. <laughs> then you turn... Yeah, even in some cases, fucking 32. And then no one gives a shit. Like, and God, that would be very hard to deal with. Also, coupled with the fact that those guys get everything sort of done for them and handed to them. It's like structured every every day is like, here's your routine. We're going to training. Then you're eating this meal at this time. Then you're doing this and you've got family time. Then you eat this meal. And then all of that disappears. And holy fuck, there's, there's guys that really struggle with that. There's a really good example of this in American Idol. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And people. Yeah, generally everybody, right? There's a really good example of this in American Idol season one. So the two, like, uh, for Australians, the version of a- Andrew G and James Matheson, they had these other two guys called Ryan Seacrest, who uh-huh. we all know, and Brian Dunkelman, who you might not know. Oh. Brian Dunkelman apparently was quite hard to work with. And when people would give him, okay, here are the jokes that you've got to make for the, for the show... He'd be like, ah, oh, no, nah, it's not funny. It's not funny enough. Nah, screw that. Ends up kind of shafting his opportunity to be the American Idol host Shit. alongside Ryan Seacrest. Is only there for season one. Doesn't come back for season two. Fast forward 
10 years. Yeah. Look who's worth more than $300 million and look who's doing improv in Las Vegas. At least he's got to do his own jokes, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has it's cr- brutal. creative control. It's brutal. It's brutal. Uh, yeah. And, and hey, to be fair, the jokes probably weren't that funny. Yeah. Yeah, to you know, be fair. He probably was making a good point, but fuck, yeah, and, and he kind is, of bite the bullet. Yeah, he does like go by his job title. He goes by comedian. So yeah. I get that maybe that, but oh, buddy, buddy, Brian Seacrest won. And that's brutal. It's brutal that there are winners and losers in this game. Yeah. And I think that's probably what is so ugly about fame. So I've got three more examples. Yeah. One of them will run through uh, quite quickly. That'll be the middle one. But before we get there, I want to talk about this name that I'm going to frick up pretty hard. Gehislin Raza, who was the Star Wars kid. The, uh, young Anakin? Uh, no, 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 no. No, the actual Star Wars kid. Do you remember the kid? Oh, sorry, uh, it's like what? a 2002, 2003 video <gasps> of a guy oh, playing yeah, with a lightsaber. Yeah. Was that long ago? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Two. Yeah. On his resurface when like YouTube happened. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy. Right, I think it was 02. Yeah. Whoa. Um, let me... It does look like pretty grainy footage. Let me double check. Um, while you look that up. Yeah, this is a guy who had a video of him doing like lightsaber. Um, yeah, two thousand two techniques, <laughs> and um, you know, is he wearing f- from memory like a business shirt and like tucked into pants? Like he's kind of wearing like, you know, I suppose. Um, yes, he weirdly is. formal clothing. <laughs> yeah, weirdly formal. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. And he just there's there's nothing inherently like if you saw it today you probably wouldn't blink. No. You know, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. But back then, we were all new to, like, weird stuff, and it was yeah. quite exciting. Yeah. But there was also less of that filter. I think people who blew up were a little bit more dehumanized than they are now. Right. So, on TikTok, you'll always see someone blow up, and people will be like, we must protect him at all, com- um, at all costs. I am patrolling the comment section. I'm the comment section police. Nobody be a bully. Yeah. So, you see that, and that's the internet coming into its own... It feels like that's only just started too. It's only just started that we're seeing like actual maturity on the internet. And that's because we've got a new generation of people who've grown up not without it. Yeah. That's all they have is the internet. So they're much yeah. better. Balls in your court, Gen Z. <laughs> um, but you get this this poor kid, Before right? Before I die. Before I... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right? So now we've got this, this poor kid who does this... Like maybe uh, this whatever Star Wars dance with his lightsaber... And brutally just gets bullied by everyone. And yeah. the thing that seems to pop up as a comment far more often than anything else is your pox on humanity, please kill yourself. Kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself. He goes to school, he gets bullied. It's, it's similar to the Rebecca Black story where she was getting bullied at school right. constantly. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, have yeah. you had someone say that to you online? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm yeah. just thinking like, why is that so fucking... <laughs> why is that? I mean... Freely thrown around. Like, why was that the thing that people decided? I yeah, don't know. Like, I don't know. Oh, man. For me, like, the the best example, and this is tangential, I didn't really want to go into this, but we will, is Charlotte Dawson, who is the host of Australia's Next Top... Oh, one of the hosts in Australia's Next Top Model, or one of the judges, I should say, who was bullied so badly online... And people said, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself. And then one night she did. Yeah. One night she did. And then people go, whoa, what the hell? I didn't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. happened. And it's like, no, you're a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so like, this, holy yeah. fuck. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So this poor kid is getting bullied. Bullied online, uh, bullied at school and decides, like anybody with a scrap of sense who 
isn't like who doesn't actually want to die. He goes, no, nah, I'm actually just going to go homeschool, pulls out of school, gets right. privately tutored. It's all pretty brutal. Has to do like years of therapy to unpack it. Ends up suing the kids who uploaded. I was going to say, how did. did that get out? Um, so some people in his year uploaded it. Okay. And then that's, that's how that worked out. Then fast forward 10 years and he ends up becoming an anti-bullying activist. So there are nice ways, there are nice places that these stories can end. Yeah, yeah. And you can use that, I suppose. Yeah. Well, you know, 15 minutes um, of notoriety Mm. just that can shape your life. The, (laughs) The one that always makes me smile is the case of Bad Baby. Is it bad baby, bad Barbie? It's uh, bad baby. It's bad yeah, baby, right? I think yeah. it was Barbie. Me too. Phonetically, it looked like my shortcut in my brain. Didn't yeah, 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 yeah. So, bad baby, Danny Obregoli, who managed to turn a spot on Dr. Phil into yeah. a full-blown rap career. Yeah. So, that's that's a, an example that I would say is probably the best case scenario. And it's so fucking best case. Like, there's so many people that go, well, you know, Danielle Obregoli did that. Or my mum my would even say to me back in the day, you should go on like... Big Brother and like that's how, that's how. But those shows, you know, The Bachelor, Big Brother, whatever. Breed, you, breed four weeks of a radio career. If there's 24 people in the contestants, two of them, Max, Max, will have a good edit and enough skills already in their sort of personality to use that to launch into something. And then the longevity of that, who knows, right? What happened to Sarah Marie and the bum dance? Right. That's what I want to know. So many people. She, she released some books. Yeah, right. You know, I think she technically, yeah, did. She actually got. She got all right. Far. Usually the early seasons of reality exactly. shows is where you can, like. Well, that's because it was new. It, it was new and yeah. exciting. I mean, there's a reason we still know Guy Sebastian and Shannon Null. Genuinely let us know. Um, I don't know if you'd want to do it via DM or. No, comments. Do it in the comments of the Instagram. Would you be interested in a reality show deep dive? Like, sort of the maybe talking about what happens in life after, what happens during. Like, yep. I personally think that there would be some definite cases in there, but I like I don't know if that's just my brain, so... I think it'd be cool. We could even talk to some of the former contestants of, of reality shows. We know shows. some. Yeah. Gotta, so, I yeah. don't know. Like, well, like we every, have Everybody knows someone who was on The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just a fact. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't know. If that's something you'd be interested in, let us know. But, um, yeah. Give us one more. I'll give you one more. I'll bring it home with Anton Dodson. Anton Dodson, there's a rapist in Lincoln Park, hide your kids, hide your wife. We all know him. The guy with the, the huh? bandana? No, you know you know exactly who I'm talking about. You're, are you doing a bit? No. Hide your kids, hide your wife. There's a rapist in Lincoln Park. For real. Oh, sorry. Lincoln Park, I was thinking of the band. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Okay, no, 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 no. You're talking about, the, yeah, I know the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly uh, know who I'm talking about. With the um, blue singlet on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> now, he's been an interesting one to watch over the years. So, obviously, we, we everybody in the history of everyone who was alive and had the internet connection saw that video. Sure. That was an insanely viral moment. Then... Uh, the profiteering side of his brain kicks in and goes, all right, what am I going to do with this? And there's been a few little attempts. There was a while where he tried to turn it into a music career. There was a while where he tried to <laughs> yeah. bring his family to Los Angeles, California, and then make a reality TV show about mm. his family <clears throat> moving there. There was another one, the Anton Dodson show. And it was all, I guess, from the outside looking in, these fleeting attempts to make fame that was easy come, easy go, yeah. stay for longer than it yeah. should have. yeah. And the thing where I think this kind of ends in a slightly happier way, because I guess, and we'll get to why in the judgment, is this video here. Oh, wow. He's 
wearing a suit. Hi, I'm Antoine Dotson. You may recognize me from my world-famous viral video. A lot has changed in my life since then. These days, I'm telling folks to hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your whole family in a brand new hide home. Buying a used home is so dumb. It's like really, really dumb. For real. High homes make the buying process easy. Call High Homes now at 256-NEW-HOME. That's 256-NEW-HOME. And you can run and tell that homeboy wow (laughs) so there's some good and some bad in that video but basically he's now become a real estate agent and he's trying to use oh i thought he was hired by like a a, you know uh what's it called those display home company you know it's like come and live in like uh blah 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 where it's like a happy little community you reckon that's his own business yeah oh Oh. he's, he's part of it yeah yeah cool okay sick so yeah it's uh what what the young kids might call a glow up judgment. So if you've never listened to the show before, this is the part of the show where we say, does all the content that we've talked about prove whether or not God has died? Bryce, I've done a lot of talking this episode, so I think it's time for you. Mm. 15 minutes of fame. Is God dead? I think we've got to look pretty broadly here because, of course, you couldn't look at like all these individual things and see traces of the existence of God. You know, it's nice to see Antoine, um, you know, Using that sort of uh, and would uh, being at peace with the meme and still being able to he hasn't got sick of it he's still using it um has turned it into what it seems like a nice thing you could say there's obviously Charlotte Dawson incredibly sad um so I think uh, just looking pretty broadly here at like the Hulk thing of 15 minutes of fame and, and what that can do to the mind I think. God, man, I don't want to sound like some freaking wall, bro, like fame. What the hell? Like being celebrity <laughs> This industry, culture. bro, this industry. <laughs> um, but I think it's really dead because of the, it's fucking, it's the Adam and Eve apple shit, you know? It's like, look at this delicious fruit. Oh my God, look at this delicious little apple here. 15 minutes of fame. Well, not even 15 minutes, fame. Dude. Imagine being famous. It's so cool. It's so awesome. I just have to get famous and every problem I have will be solved. We've all, everyone listening to this has had that thought. Dude, being famous would be awesome. You'd have such a cool life. You'd have all these awesome things happen. Things just sort out themselves, you know? You just walk around and things are great. You wake up every day energized, (laughs) loving life. And the problem is when you get a 15-minute taste of it, usually... That's the good part. It's just the good part. It hasn't stuck around for long enough for things to get really bad. You probably will see little glimpses of the bad things. Like, So, for example, I imagine that um, if your fame comes from, let's say, winning a reality show, you might have a couple of cousins that you never spoken to before going, bro, saw you on Big Brother. <laughs> Heard you want a Millie, though. Hey, look, my wife... She's about to have another kid. We're about to have... I don't know if we can afford... Like, you got any money, bro? Like, that kind of stuff. It's just can, a cool 10,000, bro. Come you know, on. Yeah, Kanye's Real Friends, that song. Yeah. Kind of springs to mind. So, you know, you, you probably do see a little, a couple of glimpses, but I, I reckon at the end of the day, you're not seeing enough that you're getting truly... Uh, jaded and, and truly like, holy fuck. You probably start getting exhausted walking around and um, getting stopped and stuff, I imagine would, would be really annoying. Um, but again, it only lasts for maybe a year. And then or it just gets more f- less frequent over time. Less frequent, less frequent, less frequent. And, you know, the people that you thought loved you, as in, dude, oh my God, like, you, you pull up to a party and some guy you barely know is like, bro, you are the funniest fucking dude. That guy is not hitting you up anymore. 
Huh. Going huh. like, dude, we should hang out, bro. You'd love my friend Zach. Whatever. That guy is not hitting you up anymore. The people that were big fans that say you're their best friend, you know, there's a word that people throw around a lot. Oh, my best friend. My best friend. It feels like a, yeah. Dude, a red flag of any friendship is someone that has very frequently cycled best friends. To me, I'm also always like, hmm, okay, noted. Fucking watch Reminds me of the MySpace top eight days. Yeah. Here's my affection ranked. (laughs) But again, so look, I reckon it's really nasty sort of system where you get to see a little bit of that and then holy fuck. Imagine, I mean, holy shit, it's it's why people get addicted to heroin. Because you you take heroin and it's unimaginably good. From what all accounts I've heard, it's unimaginably good. It's not a guaranteed addiction. It's definitely not. There's people that can have heroin and be fine. I know that for a fact. But like, it's that kind of shit of like, why would you want to go back to your other life when this is so fun and, and so accessible awesome and accessible? Um, so yeah, look, it's pretty nasty stuff, I think. And and fuck, a lot of a lot of these people that um are chasing more and more and more and more of the fame, you almost just feel you want to give them like a, uh, like a hug or something. It's like, fuck, what, what, a, um, what a frustrating cycle to find yourself in accidentally. Accidentally. It's I like someone slipping heroin part. into your freaking drink, right? Or into your needle that you're already injecting for some reason. <laughs> Here's my daily injection of... Uh, multivitamins. Multivitamins. <laughs> Whoa, what the hell? Um, oh, shit, heroin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this feels good, though. So, yeah, it's imagine you, you're on the news. Someone goes, hey, bro, can we just get a quote? Did you see anything? Oh, yeah, cool. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. There's a rapist in Lincoln Park. Suddenly, boom. Bam, 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 bam. Ellen's like, come on the show. People are like, do this. And you go, oh, Say the line, oh, Bart. Yeah. And then, you know... Um, for some, I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm getting very fucking weird here. I don't please, know please continue. But it's like, you know, imagine it could almost be quite fucking traumatic if you're someone that, let's say you're a lonely person that doesn't really have a great support network, doesn't really have friends. Suddenly all these people love, quote unquote, you, everyone that you meet and, and friends that you, you have kind of grown apart from suddenly want to hang out with you again and you start feeling, well, yeah, all these people want to hang out with me and like me. And then that gets ripped away again. That's got to be a little traumatic to, to have all of that. <laughs> okay. Bye. Um, Hey, all these um great memories that you had. Yeah. They're not coming back. Cause, <laughs> cause we're, uh, we're done with you. We got something else to, to talk about. Why is the world so brutal? Brutal. Uh, who knows? I'm going to say God's dead for similar reasons. I guess for me, it's um, ignorance is bliss, yep. but you don't have as much ignorance if you can see the timeline wherein you've got a objectively probably better life. And I, it's the Brian, Brian Dunkelman versus Ryan Seacrest thing. It's when you're, you can see the bad babies of this world who have managed to turn that little like glimpse of virality into something or yeah. the people who can, I don't know, just wrestle the bull and ride it into the sunset and have a good time yeah. versus the people who are like, oh shit, oh shit, I don't know what to do. And I think that sucks because your the, the remainder of your life can, if, if fame is the metric that yeah. stays as the metric and you know you don't shift it to something probably more sustainable like you know love and relationships mm. and blah 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 well fuck the metric just needs to be like you know like what's your purpose either way i think if your metric stays as fame which is a pretty intoxicating metric mm. then you just live the rest of your life in the shitty timeline in comparison to who you could have been and i think that's brutal oh man yes god is dead god is dead no one's happy 
Pretty philosophical there. I hope that was a bit more, definitely not a comedy episode, I suppose. More of like a damn, bro. Damn, bro. This industry, bro. This industry shit, bro. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it's bizarre, all these examples of, I guess, some reality show, some viral people, some people who wanted to blow up and didn't. I guess, I mean, shit. I mean, look, I don't know if I didn't tell you I was going to say this, but I would like to actually announce this in the outro for the pod. Please, bro. Um, I think social media is bad. Holy smokes, <laughs> guys. Guys, guys. And if you agree, smash that <laughs> likes, comment, subscribe button, baby. All right, God is dead. Go follow Bryce, Bryce Me Mills. Campbell Walker, Struthless69. And follow God is dead, God is dead, not clickbait. We have a YouTube. This might not make it to the YouTube because it's not really funny. You know, we're throwing the best, funny. either full episodes or best bits up on there. It kind of depends on how the episodes run. So either way, you're going to see a nice And how much w- w- work we each have on. Yes. Uh, which, tell you what, these next two weeks, holy hell. Yep. All right. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Case closed.